The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live Reality Check. Featuring in-depth interviews with today's reality TV stars. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live Reality Check. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Black Hollywood Live Reality Check. I am your host, Ashley Gray. Join with me in studio. I have amazing people. Michelle Renee. Hey. We have Stefan Wallace. Hey. And we have none other than Phoenix White, match made in heaven. Thank you for joining Hi. us today. Thank you. Happy Friday the 13th, everyone. It's yeah. Friday. I don't even know that. Yeah. Either. It's Friday the 13th. Do you guys have any superstitions that you kind of stay away from? No, but it's been a crazy day. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that explains it. How about you, Stefan? Any superstitions? No, I grew up on the movie, but um, <laughs> Jason doesn't actually come out and do anything to me, so... Yeah, I'm good. So when I was younger, I used to stay away from black cats. I thought if they crossed my path, then I would have bad luck. And then, do you guys know, step on a crack, bring your mama's back? back. Oh, I've never I heard that before. Crack. Yes, I've like never heard that before. Elementary school superstitions, yeah. though, right? I would, or like, don't open an umbrella inside. I think that Only know true. about splitting the pole. That's it. Oh, Uh-oh. yeah, don't split the pole. It's sweeping your feet or something. Oh, I gotta go on. You're supposed to make eye contact when you do a toast, or else it's seven years of bad Never heard that one. Bad sex. Yeah. I never heard that one. So if you're walking with a guy, that you're dating and a pole is approaching <laughs> would you jump to his side okay. so that you don't split that pole sometimes do you like force that on him no sometimes I have walked through the pole and then I'd be like oh shit not go come back, back and I turn around, around. go back wow you do the and it's not even you that I fully believe something's gonna happen but right. one time when I was in high school I walked and I walked right past it and I literally fell the next <laughs> step after I split the pole with somebody and so since then I kinda you looked up like oh, Jesus I yeah, get it I okay back. you can't so, split the pole I don't know if it's true or not, it's not but I just I just don't want to do it. Well, you guys, let us know if you have any superstitions <laughs> with hashtag VHL Reality Check. That's We're going to get right into the show tonight. Before we get into our interview with uh, Phoenix, we are going to go over the hottest topics this week. So let's dish on that. So the first one, Miss Jocelyn Hernandez pretty mm-hmm. much says that Love & Hip Hop Atlanta is fake. What do you guys think? Yeah. It's not like we wouldn't expect it. I, I kind of feel like we kind of knew that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody feels Some like. Some parts. With all reality TV, I think there's an element of production that goes yeah. into it. I won't say fake, but I'll say an element of production. So, was that what she was referring to, or did she give any concrete examples? Of well, she pretty fake? much just said that with, in quotes, with reality TV, it's called reality, but it's a lot of acting, she revealed in a recent video. Yeah. And she says that because a lot of the girls that are on the show, they act. So it's a lot of acting on reality TV. Not really deep, but well, coming I mean, from... <laughs> we all know that 80% of all reality TV is scripted. I, I feel like everybody mm-hmm. should know that, you know. It depends on the person. Okay. That's it what depends I, on the person. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Because when I'm watching, like, Real Housewives of Atlanta, yeah. I think that I'm getting Nene. I think that I'm getting Phaedra. I don't sure. think that they're putting on an act. So for her to say this, it's kind of... It's, it has me skeptical now. I mean, you give a little... Sometimes, but for the most part, you know, if that's not your goal to be an actress or to be known for being the psycho, 
then well, you kind of can. Mama D actually came it. out today on TMZ. Did you all see that? Mama D from uh, <laughs> Love and Hip Hop. What'd no. she say? Atlanta. Um, hot shout there. out to all my people. Um, Mama D said uh, Jocelyn is lying. Really? She said it's not scripted. We're giving our real lives. We're real people. Hmm. And this is what's really happening. So. Well, maybe Mama D is, and then Jocelyn isn't. <laughs> you know, like, exactly. Maybe what the differentiation you know? is is that maybe they're acting like themselves, but the producers tell them to go do a certain thing. Well, they if they that, do edge so you on. Maybe that's what, like, you know, to to keep up with a certain storyline to get mm-hmm. a little more. They have you do certain things again. You can kiss uh. somebody like, can you do that kiss again? Can you do it one more time? Yeah. yeah you know, so yeah. you're just you know like doing the same stuff over and over. I get that. I get so, that. Let's shift gears a little bit. So we're going to stay on the topic of reality TV shows. Amber okay. Rose, she may land her own reality TV show, but she just, it's speculation that she's doing it to expose Ken and Kanye. What do you guys think about that? I'm shocked that she doesn't already have a reality TV show. Exactly. I mean, it's, it shouldn't even be news, but um, I don't think she would be that petty, though. I know she goes in. For the in. money, though. Do you think that she, she'd do it for the money? To expose Kim and, yeah. and Kanye? I don't think she'd do it for money. I think she would do it because she just don't like them. <laughs> how so, though? How How is doing a reality show exposing them? Can't well, she just do, go do an interview and expose them? Well, actually, she just got a deal for a tell-all, and it's called How to Be a Bad Bitch. Oh. And mm-hmm. it's going to be released in October, and she's going to... It's reported that she's going to discuss Kanye's sex secrets and his innermost world. So now that I believe she would do. Yeah, she's I mean, doing it. Yeah, she's talked about that openly in the book. So I think that that would be her. She would piggyback on that to do the reality TV show. But then it's like it's not Amber Rose's reality show. It's kind of like you are just making Kim and Kanye even more mm-hmm. famous and popular. Well, I don't know if you can make Kim and Kanye more <laughs> <Anymore>. famous, <laughs> but um, yeah. I, Okay, so the weird thing is I actually like Amber Rose. I Me just too. don't like when she's being petty. But when she tells her stories, you could tell that she's being real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Love she doesn't ever her. seem like she's lying. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do respect about her. But I can't be mad at her for the know. book. I mean, uh, Karen Stevens, Superhead, everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> she came out with that book. That How off. well do you do know you her? Do you know her? I, I don't do know, know her, her personally, oh, audience. Okay. Thank you, guys. Um, right. But I mean, she was—it was super popular <laughs> when it when it came out. She made a, a grip off of that tell-all book. She parlayed that into a, an entire life, and I think that's what Amber Rose should do. But now but, she's, but now Corinne Stephens or however you pronounce her name is on social media. Like, I don't want to be called Superhead, so I feel like you have to be careful of how you're going to feel about your tell-alls. 20 years from now when you don't want to be labeled as the girl that S's the D. I know, but you're talking about women that that this is the only thing that they've done. This is not, we're not, this isn't a Phoenix White situation. This is not a a woman who actually has uh, background and and accomplishments. This, these are their accomplishments. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to be famous for what you did. But I think that with Amber Rose... What Phoenix said, it's true. When she tells her story, it's the tr- it's true, and that's a connection, and everyone relates to that. Yeah. And if she takes that and runs with it, I feel like her fans will follow instead of being petty and yeah. doing something messy like this. Like, even How to Be a Bad Bitch, like... Amber, really? But yeah, then again, Stefan, to your point, it is... Is that all she knows? It's lucrative, though, too. Mm-hmm. You she know what I'm saying? Bad, you, you go, How to one. Be a Bad Bitch versus... <laughs> Hey, I'm just I'm Amber Rose and I'm keeping it real. I mean, that's another Keisha Cole type 
show. Lord you know? Jesus, we you don't need me? another one. Between making the difference in the money is what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, for giving a tell-all book is in the millions versus a couple hundred thousand, maybe. I don't think so. Okay. For, not down, in, not in the millions for a book. She can make more off the show, I think. Mm-hmm. Than the she'll, she'll be more famous from a okay. book than she will make money off of a book. All right. Hmm, that's an interesting perspective. So pretty much the book won't make her as much. No, the book will make her as much or. Because you have to think when you write a book, which is what I learned. That's mm-hmm. why I had to start my own publishing company. You give <laughs> you give so much money to the publishing company. And then there's mm. like, she's not going to sit and write that book herself. So then there's her ghostwriter or her co-writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like all these percentages, like for a publishing company, it's between... 40 and 60%. Really? Wow, that's a lot. Yeah. Then you have to think about your printing charges. You have to think about shipping. You have to think about, like, it's a lot uh, that goes into it. So gosh. people don't, people come off maybe like $2 <laughs> a book if you're with a big publishing company. So they'll tell you, unless you're like hitting it really high on mm-hmm. the bestsellers list, not making a whole lot of money on your book. Mm-hmm. You get the credibility yeah. of being yeah. an author, which most of them are not real authors but you get the credibility of that underneath your belt but as far as like money yeah and i doubt mm -hmm. she'd uh create a new york times bestseller so would you read the book um to be a bad bitch i Um, wouldn't i I don't have any need to be a bad bitch i would read the quotes that the internet puts up about it (laughs) michelle (laughs) if somebody gave me the book i would read it but i wouldn't spend my own money to buy it no and i wouldn't either so read pretty much reality x to that moving on to the next topic (laughs) we're not gonna Told too much on that. What do you have for okay, us? Okay, so Shaws of Sunset. Mm-hmm. I, I thought we'd talk about another show that we don't normally talk about. So Gigi, Golnessa, Gigi, and I do not know how to pronounce her last name, so I'm not even going to go there. God bless her. But, yeah. So she's not been shy in the past about admitting that she's had plastic surgery. She's had a little work on her nose. And most recently, she did this photo shoot of the pictures we're showing to reveal her new breasts and liposuction fat injections that went into her butt, believe it or not. So... Really? This is the before picture here. This is the before. before. Oh, okay. (laughs) This is the before. This is the after. It looks good. It looks good. I don't think it looks unnatural. It's to me, I feel like if you're going to go there, go there. It's like it doesn't, it looks very natural, but it doesn't, she still doesn't have a butt though. Like, what was your end goal? This is the thing to have a curve. Like, sometimes when people look like they have plastic surgery, it looks terrible. You look like a whole other person. But if you look like all you did was worked out a little bit more and you lifted up your butt without having to do all the work, then it looks natural because that's nothing. Like well, she now she's she's rounded out. Like you could tell there's like yeah. little pockets and stuff. Now her body is curved a little bit more. So That's true. I think it looks good. But Step now on. it's kind of like unbalanced though cuz she has these big boobs and then she still doesn't have a butt. Come <laughs> on, what do you think? Everybody man, has big what do you boobs. think? Smash I mean, her pass. Yeah. <laughs> smash her pass. That's it. That's all we want from you, smash. Really? Or pass. I, give, I can't give my opinion. Um I would not smash. So I guess I'm going to pass. Uh, and I our engineer. Let's go to let's go to Stephen, our engineer. Stephen, would you smash or pass? I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna date it, but oh my god, I <laughs> but smash I don't hate it. it. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd smash. She, right. looks, she looks good before though. She looks good. Yeah, okay, she's yeah, a pretty she's girl. She's a cute girl now. I think she's gonna get caught up in the uh, the world that we live in today, the, which is the world of NBA players. Aug- augmentation. She looks too young to be starting to augment her body. Yeah. Well, I think she's in her but early thirties. She? 
I don't know. She what? doesn't. She doesn't. <laughs> in like the before, she doesn't look old at all, though. Like I maybe those wishes. The problem with plastic no surgery is it ages you quicker. Like mm. so, she's thirty now, but when she's fifty, she'll look sixty. So I don't. I don't think it's worth it. Unless you're Cam, then you just keep going back for more um, and more and more and more. Cam is getting that that mask look. Yes. Though. And you got to have that money. You do. Mm. Let us know what you think. Hashtag BHO Reality <laughs> Check, and also check out our sister station, After Buzz TV. We have over ninety after shows. I'm sure that you will find at least one that you love. So we're going to move into our interview with Phoenix. I am so excited. Thank you again for coming here and joining us. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about Match Made in Heaven. Okay. Now, some people say that this is just another ratchet show, and I compared it to, it's a a Black Black Bachelor. Bachelor. Mm -hmm. And we had some people say, you know, it's too ratchet to be a Black Bachelor. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about that? Do you agree or do you disagree? Both. Mm. I think that it has all the makings to be like the ABC, The Bachelor, because they spent a lot of money on it. Like okay. the the dates that we went on, the mansion that we lived in, like all that stuff. It was a lot of money. You can tell they spent on it. They had a huge staff. They bought us a lot of food and, you know, took us to a lot of places. Um, the behavior, I think, is what makes it come across more ratchet. It's not the actual environment or Sean himself. Do you think that a lot of girls just were not used to having, like, living in those types of, that type of situation, environment, used to having the great food, used to having, like, the really great top shelf liquor? What made them ratchet? Like, why? <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. No, I don't... I think that TV brings out who you really are. Mm. So I feel like whoever, Mm. it's just like money. Whoever you are, it brings out quadruple, a hundred times, whatever it is you you really are, that's what it brings out. So television, that camera gets in your face, it's like, ding, you know? So if you haven't like grounded yourself and you're like, you know what, I'm just going to be me and Mm -hmm. ride the wave. Yeah. Thing you you go straight off into TV land. Well, in the casting process, is that something that they look for? Like someone that kind of has ratchet cues, if you will. Absolutely, they they have to have tendencies. Ratchet They have to have. Like I mean, I remember filling out a questionnaire. I mean, I remember talking to a psychiatrist before we went on the show. So they had us. They had us going through a process. You know, so. Oh my god! <sighs> they had to have known that some people were a little, a little off. Mm. And was talking to a psychiatrist yeah. towards the beginning of the casting, or was it like towards the end where they had their girls and they just need to eliminate probably like four more? It was an elimination process. It was just we're about to put all these people in this house. We got to make sure nobody's going to kill someone. Oh, you know. So I, it was here's the girls that are picked. We already know that we're going. You guys and need to schedule to meet with the psychiatrist. Out. Well, you, I did a phone interview, a Skype interview with him, actually. And then they do a follow-up after the show is over to make sure you're not going to lose it afterwards. That is, like, so intense. Yeah. That's interesting. Very interesting. I feel like it made me uncomfortable. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, why do I need to talk to a psychiatrist to go on a reality show? Okay. I feel like uh, if we're, you're going to do a reality show, though, and you're a producer, which, mm-hmm. you know, now you're on that side of the fence. Yeah. Um, finding somebody that's kind of a live wire, a loose cannon, a little bit, you know, a little couple of screws loose is a part of the casting process. Because who's going to watch a reality show with, like, these very well-together, well-put-together people, you know? Yes. Well, but see, look. Which, name one. 
Well, I'm just saying, like, and this is me playing devil's advocate and kind mm-hmm. of looking at mm-hmm. both sides of the story. You might not like what I'm about to say, mm-hmm. but The Bachelor, it's a little bit more... Classier? Yes. Why can't a lot we be yeah. like that? It, you sure. know? And it's like, I'm, I hate when people say, well, no one's going to watch... It has to be ratchet in order for us to tune in. That's my problem. And I was really hoping that Match Made in Heaven was going to be the classier, yes. pulled up cast yeah. with a really, you know, intelligent guy. See, that's Is what that I was told. Case? Like, I was told that the show. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was a little duped. But I was told that the show was with a successful African American man. They Is didn't he? say. Does he have money outside of the show? Money doesn't equal success, but well, okay. Let me tell you what I was told. They advertise. Let me tell you what I was told. I wasn't told that he was a millionaire. I wasn't told any of the stuff that they've Mm -hmm. been advertising. I was told that it was successful, handsome African American man, and that they were looking for successful women of all different backgrounds to Mm -hmm. come and move into the house. Mm -hmm. Successful women. So I was like, so you can be a successful stripper. No, he but well, they, the way they put it was successful <laughs> businesswomen, like people who had their stuff together, who were more classy. They mm-hmm. told me that it was a classier show. It was like the ABC Bachelor. They played and, and, so, and honestly, but with what an African American. When you kind of compared yourself amongst your, why you peers? gotta do me like that? I'm just, I, I don't know. <laughs> compared myself because obviously this is a competition, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. uh, so you're looking right and left, and you're saying, "What's honestly, this girl got? How's she doing?" You're talking to each other, honestly. I walked up and I was like, what the hell am I doing here? Because I felt, because first of all, I ended up being the oldest. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking I had to over prepare. I had my outfits lined up Mm -hmm. by elimination day. I had a steamer. I had had all my makeup. So I'm like prepared for it to be upscale, classy. You need to have your stuff together. Like I have my stuff together. And I'm like, I get there and it didn't seem like a lot of them did. There were some, but a lot of them were just like, still live at home with their moms. And I'm thinking like, what successful businessman is going to like, want to be with a person who hasn't lived yet, who hasn't Mm. done anything, who's not on their own path already or working on something like that was a little confusing for me. He's 33, I believe. And what does he do? What does he do? Or what does the camera, we know what the camera says he does. Is that what he, he does that in real life. He's like real estate investment. Okay. Stuff okay. like that. Cool. Were you attracted to him initially when you first saw him? When I first oh. saw him, I was like, okay, because what I was waiting for was for them to accidentally have like Flavor Flav walk up, like <laughs> something similar, uh-huh. where it's like some awkward looking celebrity. Uh-huh. I was waiting to put my church hand up and tiptoe on him. Uh-huh. So if you look at the first one, you'll see me there like, yeah, you did not, not look impressed. enthused He's at walkable, all. Though. He's walkable. No, but this is me like, I'm not fixing to get excited until I know no. something. So everybody's like, oh my God. And I was just like, is this... Re- See, I thought your reaction was like, this is him? Really? Well, it was like, okay. Yeah. It wasn't like, right. oh my gosh, he's hot. Or, oh my I gosh, he's not. It was like, okay. Okay. I was thinking that they was going to be like creme de la creme. Yeah. And unfortunately... Well- I don't Wait, think he's walkable? ugly. What? He he grew. He definitely grew on me over time. It, but that first initial day, we were in the sun for eight hours. Uh, we were all sweating. Beef. We looked a mess on the first episode. At least I feel like you we, looked beautiful. We, but we were dusty. It mm. was you know it it was not. I'm sorry. 
Walkable yeah, is. What, what's, walkable, what's walkable is a guy that's maybe not the most attractive, but he's walkable. You can like, you, you can walk around with him. Yeah, dateable, walkable. Okay, hey, school me. I need to know. I don't know what that. So, do you you agree that he's walkable? He's no, he's an attractive guy. Okay. He's an attractive guy. Well spoken, or um, you know, because that, that's a big deal. You got to talk to him. Um, he's hood and he's well spoken at the same time, okay. so he's a mixture. That's of both. Michelle's type. I like that though. Yeah, if a guy can handle you like himself, him I mean, he's from that's Philly. Right. So, <laughs> okay. Like he's a he's a a doo doo. Like he's mm. not like. Mm. I'm just the real estate guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, no, nah, what's up? Let's go. See. He's he's that still. So he's not a cult. And that's fun. I think that's on. great. Oh, I'm just kidding. Man, the I'm shots are being You said a Carlton? Yeah, I said Carlton. She said he's not a Stefan. I was just which, joking. Um, I ain't going to say no. <laughs> okay. Stefan is better. That's what I meant. Oh, Bye, bad. So you have a new book available, <laughs> Redefining Strong. Tell yes. us what inspired you to write this amazing book. Honestly, my spirit told me to write this book. Mm. Oh, wow. So oh. it was just written out of obedience, honestly. Like, I kept hearing it. You got to write your book. got to write your book. And I was like, I don't know what to write about. You know, so I was like, okay. And I had just got my studio. I was like, I got to shut my studio down. I got to pay for two places now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I shut it down and I bought a ticket and I went to Costa Rica. And I was like, I'm not leaving until I finish. So I opened up my computer and it just came out in order. So I guess if you set your intention to do something and you do it out of obedience, it happens. And that's how I ended up writing it. So what is this book about for those of um, your fans who don't necessarily know? Because the cover is flawless. The cover is like giving me you know. everything. Jada Pinkett. Yeah. Yeah. Really? Jada yeah. I hear that a lot. Thank Gorgeous. you. Mm. Thank you. Yeah. Um, the book is about finding your purpose, teaching people how to heal from the inside out. It's a lot of stories from my life, but I use the stories as lessons, like from being raped on my graduation night, mm-hmm. um, being placed in a foster home, um, being labeled with a scarlet letter that I was, you know, something that I wasn't. Like, just, it was a lot of things, the whole scandal stuff. Like, it's, everything is in there, but instead of making it more of a tell-all book, it's a book that helps people to heal through my experience. Mm -hmm. I like it. So... I look at myself. What could I have done better? What could I have changed? How could I have, you know, um, contributed to my own pain? So a lot of that is in my book. So it's it's probably not what people thought. They probably thought I was going to do like a tell-all. Uh-huh. But it's not like that at all. There's no names. There's no nothing like that. Well, explain a little bit. Um, you have in here, walking in the flow, that quote. Walking in flow. Walking in flow. Yes. What, what is that exactly? That means to surrender. Mm. So instead, so same way I ended Preach. up doing the book. So it's basically like, you know what? If this is what my spirit wants me to do, I'm going to walk in flow. I'm just going to go with the flow of the current. I'm not going to fight against it. It's oh, going to okay. knock you around sure. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But if you just flow with it, you still get to your destination. But if you fight against the current, that's when you start to lose energy. That's when you start to go off course. Yeah. You know, so it's just walking in flow. So wherever walking in flow. my spirit leads me, that's where that. I go. Yeah. And your, I told you this previously, but your Instagram is always so positive And it's Thank always you. filled with really inspiring quotes. And if you guys want to check it out, it's happening. Hashtag quotes by Phoenix. Yes. I believe, yes. And there, it's just like a really great pick-me-up. Like, you're always you. so extremely inspiring. And I love your documentary. Documentary is Thank also you. great. And you can catch a snippet on of that on her Instagram as well. Thank What's your Instagram you. name? Um, Phoenix White. Phoenix White. So, um, check that out. I want to go a little bit back. Okay. Talk about the show. You yeah, were eliminated I was eliminated yesterday. How did that make you feel? I was confused, honestly. Like, 
We had like this great time. We had a great connection. We had great conversation. Mm -hmm. But then it was just like text message. First of all, I don't want to be eliminated via no text message. Yeah. I feel like if you have chemistry with somebody, just come to me and talk to me and face sure. me and say what you need to say. Yeah. And then we say our goodbyes, no love loss, and I could keep it moving. But the text message irked me a little. So mm. why do you, looking back in retrospect, what do you think it was? Um, I think I just wasn't for him. Honestly, it goes all back to being walking in flow. Sure. If that's not where God wants me to be, he's going to remove me quick. Yeah. Yes. And I know I was there for a purpose. I know I was there to do certain things and to get certain things out of it. Um, but he wasn't who I was supposed to end up with. So I didn't. Did you think for a second that this could be the guy that I marry? I wasn't sure yet. I think after that episode, maybe I could have started to think that. Mm -hmm. But. I just felt like, I like him. Okay, I like him. Mm -hmm. You know, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, I'm in love. Yeah. But mm. I feel something. Like, it, it's real. It's an organic feeling. So that's how I definitely felt. He messed up. He messed <laughs> up. His loss. His loss, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, that's what Twitter's saying. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they were going in yesterday. And I, yeah. actually, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. It was really nice. Twitter was definitely going in, sending him lots of hate mail on your behalf because, I yeah, mean, obviously he should have chosen you. It was very shocking because, you know, the whole reveal, dun, dun, dun situation. And I didn't expect for people to um, to see my heart the way they did. You know, right. like after going through so much for so many years and for people to defend me and to be like, I don't care what she did, even though that's I didn't really do what they said I did. But <laughs> I don't care what she did. But they were just like, we like her. Mm -hmm. You know, she's a great woman. She's classy. She's graceful. She's sure. great. Like all the things that I have done so much work on myself for me, mm -hmm. not for other people to you know, approve of, but just for other people to see your work on you you're just like wow that's yeah. after the crazy things that they just heard about me and all the stuff that was being put up over the right. course of the week i literally was like in tears yesterday based off because so many people were defending me and how did you find this piece like i know that you said that you felt something or you heard something in your spirit and that led you to write this book but given everything that you've gone through how did you find that inner peace because i know i'll be honest like Dealing with all of this stuff out here in Hollywood and the entertainment industry is really hard to like find that center ground and find mm -hmm. that peace within myself. So let me know how how can I how can I figure this out? It starts with a choice. <laughs> to just be happy. Just well, be. it's because every day I have to make that choice because mm -hmm. every day something comes at me. Every day you have to deal with some kind of drama, some kind of True. pain, some kind of hurt, some kind of disappointment so it's a choice that I have to make even when it comes over me just I'm normal like everybody else I get down I get depressed I cry I have my moments I have to lay in bed I don't want to get up but I have to choose to mm. let it flow through me I don't fight against how I feel anymore that's mm. another thing that's the key yeah allow yourself to feel what you feel mm -hmm. just don't get stuck in it mm. so because so, if you because we think that it's being strong by not allowing ourselves yep. to feel anything but really we're just trapping pain so if you don't allow what you feel to flow through you it'll get trapped in you Gotta and then eventually yourself. you start to implode so you start to destroy yourself from the inside out so that's why i'm like if i need to be sad or cry for a couple of minutes i'm gonna be sad mm -hmm. i'm gonna cry for or a, a second yeah what's the well, that's what we're <laughs> gonna say. how much do you think is too much how <laughs> much crying do you think is too much me and michelle be crying <laughs> because some people but I think sometimes when we're hurt we feel like that's it we're, we're afraid of it being the only thing left like we go through a breakup mm. 
it's you don't you cry so much because you feel like you've invested and you've lost this mm-hmm. and you know now you got to start over but it's like once you start doing it you're like eh. You know what I mean? It's not so bad after a while. So I think yeah. it's just the fear of being alone sometimes, the fear of starting over, the fear, you know, all those different little insecurities we have, abandonment, whatever insecurities we've had from the past anyway that we haven't dealt with, they pop back up. And then so if you don't check yourself and be like, all right, you cried enough. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's over. You've you've had a moment. Take a breath. Let's get up. We got to get up now. You know, but take your moment. It's okay to take your moment. I think people made that okay. I mean, not okay for so long. So people have made that not okay. And it's fine. And that's why people are are rolling around, killing themselves, suicidal, because they have been trying to front like they're okay Mm -hmm. for so long instead of saying, I'm not okay today. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm sad. Um, I'm depressed. Like, to actually articulate your feelings, yep. even yeah. to the people around you, so that they can understand how to treat you. Mm-hmm. So, like telling your family, "No, I'm sad. I don't want to talk about it, hmm. but I'm sad mm-hmm. right now. So I'm gonna lay here, and that will make people understand you more. Like other than saying, "I'm fine," no, you're not. Yeah, it's just, oh. that's it's stupid. So true. It's so, so true. Yeah, feel it, let it pass through you, and then get back up, even if you're still crying, and keep it moving because mm-hmm. you got stuff to do. Find your purpose. Find what you're supposed to be doing. So, unfortunately, you did get eliminated. Yes. What's next for you in the love department? Are you going to take it easy? Are you going to because Stefan is yeah. trying to, you know. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm you know, there. he I'm, is. I, I, I want to know if you're, if you're speaking anywhere. Are you doing any okay, type of speaking so engagements? I am planning on doing like a college tour it's called i am redefining strong yeah so i'm planning on doing that um i'm looking for different places to go to now just so that i can start doing exercises where i don't want to just talk to people i like to interact so i want people to do physical exercises to where like we have plate breaking i know it sounds crazy but like writing down your pain on a plate (laughs) and what hurts you and then smashing the plate like i've done that and i was like huh that I know release. it felt crazy, but I feel good, yeah, you know, like because yeah, yeah. we we don't get a chance to release and exert that all of energy that stuff. onto something. And exactly. That's tangible, exactly. Yeah. So people don't people always try to deal with their pain on the inside, but sometimes you need to let it out. <laughs> you need you to scream. You need to Take you know some we boxing classes, <laughs> but we're so used to suppressing yeah. it. You know it's what I true. mean? So it's yeah. because that's the proper you know and graceful thing to do. Unfortunately, especially in the African American yeah. community, we don't necessarily talk about our feelings no, no, no. and. You know, mental health is a serious issue, and holding all of that in for so many years can cause so many problems down the line, and it's like a taboo to go and get some help and talk to a shrink, and that's it's actually really healthy, so kudos to you. Thank you. And (laughs) I would go to the college book tour. I'm like, I ain't in college, but... Even little small groups, even I'm thinking about doing smaller groups with women where we just get together and we talk, and we... I have so many different exercises I did to get rid of pain. That but I think mainly you're, you're super transparent. So I mean, mm-hmm. you have so many different hurdles that you've yeah. overcome, um, and just your transparency, your energy—you need thank to bring you. it to wherever you know everyone. Oh, thank you. And speaking of your transparency, guys and girls, oh, I'm down for you both. See, you know? mm-hmm. So speaking of your transparency, how do you use? Because I find it very difficult to be transparent in a city that. People are just ruthless and really, they're just mean, spirited, just for lack of better phrasing. How do you find yourself being transparent to people who you don't necessarily know, who don't have your best intentions at heart? 
I don't. I'm not transparent to those people. Oh, see. So you still have to pick and choose who mm-hmm. you allow to share your story with. Like people need to earn so that. True. Everybody doesn't need to know exactly your story. People, you earn it, but. You also, on the flip side, there's testimony that you're you're supposed to share, share. that helps mm-hmm. to heal other people. True. So I think once it stops bothering you to the point to where you can share it to where it doesn't affect you anymore. Mm-hmm. Like last night, prime example. I was like, oh, shit. You know, like, am I really going to tell the whole world this stuff? And mm-hmm. even though it wasn't something that I actually did, you mm-hmm. know, like it wasn't the scan- like the whole lie and the whole scandal thing. I just have never said it in public that it wasn't true were people gonna say oh she's lying were people gonna you know start trying to beat me up because that's what I'm used to over the last nine years is being beat up by the public Mm -hmm. you know so I was like man whatever I'm gonna stand in my truth and I'm gonna stand up for myself Mm -hmm. and honestly I was shocked that everybody embraced the transparency of you just being honest and graceful but not bitter Mm -hmm. you know what I mean exactly so you gotta do things in a way where you're not bitter telling your story but you're telling it to either stand up for yourself not throwing people under the bus Mm -hmm. but standing up for yourself in a graceful way i think people respect that i think the key word is grace just doing it gracefully without the ratchet i gotta work on that because you know i I tend to get a little but it's because but the ratchet only comes out when you're still affected exactly when you're hurt it's just being hurt so it's it's like that negative energy once it passes you're like girl he did that to me been there, done that, got the t-shirt, we're going to keep it moving. Let me tell you how I got through that. Uh So it it becomes easier. Then it becomes like this glow Mm -hmm. about you when you're telling your story and people are affected. They're compelled by your story. So you want to get to the points where it's not painful for you, but it's compelling to others. True. If that that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. (laughs) I'm sorry. Go ahead. Any other reality TV? Like if you were offered some more opportunities for reality TV, would you jump on that? or? I don't think I would do another competition Mm -hmm. reality show that I won't probably do I mean I'm still walking in flow so I'm not going to (laughs) say I I won't do anything I want to say never I want to say never but I know for a fact I will not be doing it anytime soon but you're on the production side so yes (laughs) on the production side what's going on with that so walking in flow again (laughs) (laughs) um I ended up talking to the producer the president of the company that shot Match Made in Heaven. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Andrew Glassman. And I kept saying while I was there, because I was so not interested in some of the activities. So I was like, I'm coming to work for you. Uh-huh. So I was fascinated by like the cameras and yeah, you know yeah. all the stuff. Because I'm I'm a, a tech geek. You know, I love cameras and all that stuff. So I'm looking at all the light. And, oh my God, that make the skin look pretty. And you know, I'm just all deep into it. Let's write this storyline. And I think they should do that. And oh, I see they're trying to set this person up. So I was, I was analyzing the entire mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. So I talked to him and I was just like, I want to come work for you. Like I want to, he was like, well, what do you really want to do? You're a photographer. I was like, no, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm a great director. Mm-hmm. I love it. Don't get it twisted. I'm I a great it. director. <laughs> so he was like, okay. I was like, I love producing and directing. So after the show was over, I went and I had a meeting with him and I brought all of the stuff that I've directed and produced on my own. So like I had like three shows mm-hmm. and then I did like these fashion videos that just to get out the energy because mm-hmm. I loved it so much. And he hired me to do, to be a producer for HBO. He hired me to be a producer wow. on a show oh, for yes. WeTV, for God. Bravo, for, um, what's the other one? Um, country music television. So mm-hmm. I've like, since the show, I've pro- been a producer on like four different networks. I love it. 
That's amazing. So, speaking uh, of different networks, who's your favorite reality star? Oh, uh, or the one that you find most entertaining? Gosh, man, honestly, I don't know because, like, I kind of. It's like that you want to watch it, but mm-hmm. you think it's really ridiculously stupid at the same <laughs> yeah. time. It's so like that guilty, pleasure. yeah, the guilty mm-hmm. pleasure. So I'm more into like the drama shows, the scandals, so let's talk the about how to that. get away with murders, the being Mary Jane. Like I'm more into Girl, Empire, Empire. you know. So I'm more into <laughs> all of that right now. So I'm out of like, all yeah. of those shows, let's go for TGIT, okay. um, Shondaland. What show would you want to work behind the scenes on? Only one. It's Grey's, Scandal, or How to Get Away with, with Murder. murder. Only one you can choose. <laughs> um, Scandal needs some help right now. I am really feeling Scandal That's to okay. work Good. on. How Good. to get How to get away with murder? I would want to work on just because it kind of messes with your mind. But I would want to be a writer, okay, on that show more so than just a producer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with Scandal, it's like. I want to experience the White House set. I want to like oh, work with Kerry yeah. Washington and like the president. You know, I want to do that whole little yeah, thing. There, there's an it's, it's some learning there that you can get, some inside information be. that you could get from that that you can learn. Or you lot. can just create your own show and pitch it, and we'll have you back to talk about we that. Might. I've, I have, it's I coming. have a few. If you it's know coming. this woman, it's coming. <laughs> so what, what's next for Phoenix White? Right now, um, I'm working on just seeing where this book goes. Um, I have some products that I'm going to be launching. Some ooh, do share. Yeah, it's it's more of like spiritual products, like cleansing salts and um, nice. aromatherapy stuff. That's all natural, like things that I use when I'm doing my morning meditations and prayers, and nice. you know how to cleanse my home and all that stuff. So I'm working on that. Uh, I'm working on another book. It's called Not So Obviously Depressed. I love these titles. Like, I just see it right now. Like, it's really, really great. And it, like, it pulls me in, which is, like, Thank great you. people have books out. And I'm like, what? I don't even want to read it. Like, uh, being a bad bitch. But go ahead. Oh, no. Yeah, well, sorry. Well, that one. Shade, no shade. Funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, and that's obviously depressed. There's journals that are coming out. Um, there's so much stuff. And just, like, the tours, doing TV webinars. Like, I just want to start to connect more with people yeah. I'm sure and I, I love TV hosting so I do want to go back into that and then producing something of, of substance like yeah. I really want to produce a show that makes people feel and that's effective mm. so. you know who I, I see you as and hopefully you don't take this offensively but I see you Ayanda. on is that her name? That's a good one. Who? But I was Ayana. 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 You knew what I was talking about though. I was uh, actually Ayana. supposed to drop off books to them today. Yeah, like, but yeah, I was like, I couldn't get here. Yeah. yeah. Um, I can see you I can see you like on the reel as like a Tamara character. Really? Like yeah. you know what? I um I actually really wanted to be like a guest host on that show. Girl, you would be, be fun. amazing on mm-hmm. there. Thank but you. like you and Tamara have the same kind to me, you, you think me so? the same stuff. Cause it's like you guys are both like very vivacious, sweet, can Grounded. get a little yeah, can can check you if I need to Oh really? I'm, so I'm you hold pretty, back? It's not even a hold back, but if the conversation goes there, like I'm in it. That's not a conversation. You know, like I'm in what it. Can we talk about? <laughs> well, just, of course, because yeah. you were on Let's, Let's talk, talk About, about sex. sex. Yeah. So of course. I was honest. <laughs> nice. On that show, yeah. So you know, So I, you didn't answer this before okay. and we just mentioned Let's Talk About Sex. Okay. So who's are you do you have anyone in your life right now, a love interest? No, I don't. I mean, 
I'm open. I'm walking in flow. Oh, okay. Whoever flows on into my life, you know, I'm going to be <laughs> open for soon, it. It's too soon, right? It's too soon. Mm-hmm. She just no. got eliminated it, from the it, show. No, it's no. not too soon. What do you mean? I'm, I'm just saying. She I have just been got single since two, for like almost seven years. I haven't had a boyfriend almost seven years. Wow. So I've taken the time to heal. I'm ready. That's what I'm okay. talking about. I'm whole now. I'm ready. So <laughs> if he shows up, hello. <laughs> well, in thank the meantime, you. have fun with Mr. Wrong until you find Mr. Right. Exactly. No, I can't do not Mr. Like wrong because he like throws that. me off my path. Mm. He throws you off your path. That's can't true. do Mr. Wrong. So you don't date at all if it's not. I, mean, I didn't if, mean like sexually. I no, just meant like dating. No, no, no. You it's date? just I'm very what, selective the because the, the thing is I don't have time to spread my energy with people who are going to disrupt my flow. So it's like if somebody's energy or spirit or something <laughs> is not. Right, I can't make the time to be with them. Well, how do you know if their energy or spirit is not right without at least going on one date? I don't have time to just keep going on one dates with a lot of people, so I just I have to feel you. I feel like if I that first interaction, I feel it. Yeah, the first conversation. First conversation. If you don't have nothing to talk about other than yourself, you have lost me. Or if you think your so smile fast. gonna get you into the what? gotta have something to talk about. I, I mean, I just need something interesting. I like people who challenge my <laughs> thoughts, like who who teach me, who open me up, who make me this think differently. Trying to, trying to get like, a date. Like, like, no, no, no. I, what I am, am I gonna say to her after the show wraps? I got so it. I, you know, I feel honored that I'm sitting here with with three beautiful African American <laughs> women, and I get insight that guys don't get. This yeah. is great. I mean, I just want something real. Like right now, I just want something real that I could feel. Something that's organic that's not forced that you don't have to try to make happen i just want something yeah. to just be and that's where i'm and at that's right so now. hard in la yeah, we are it's on. like what yeah. where are the guys so, well let us know if you tweet at us <laughs> you know where the guys are exactly because we don't know so thank you for joining us yeah, we are going me. to play a quick game called reality okay. x or reality check and basically we tell you a story you can come up with your own anything that was in the media okay. um and you just pretty much debate it. Either you're for it or against it. And then okay. we all go around and say reality X because we don't like it or reality check because we love it. Okay. I'll start. Last week, I have an apology. I apologize to Kim Kardashian for bashing her last week on her hair. I love it. I think it's so cute now. I think it's because she tousled it a little bit. And now it's like, I don't know. I just, I'm loving Maybe the blonde on Kim. Maybe just I think, well, I think it was the hairstyle because okay. last week, it was for fashion week, she just had it like slicked back and it looked wet. I loved it. I did too. You loved it slicked back? She had that Brigitte so Nielsen, edgy uh, and sexy. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop. I loved it. 1980. Uh, am I older than y'all? I am. I am. Mm. I'm 38. Okay. Dang, you 38? Yeah. Black don't crack. <laughs> no, they, and I'm not, not saying it as in that's old, but I'm saying it like you look, you, you don't look, look like 38. Well, thank you. Thank you look 50. I'm just kidding. Okay, so guys. expecting that one. So, obviously, <laughs> I reality check Kim Kardashian's blonde, tousled hair. It's so beautiful. Uh, Michelle. I can't say the like same. That. I still reality exit. She, I don't like that her eyebrows are still black, first off. <laughs> and secondly, I just think Kim looks better with darker hair. What Sorry. do you think, Stefan? Reality I check, check it. Um, I think she looks like a, a sexy spy. 
We and love I think that. that's what Kanye was going for. He lives in that so realm. You think, Kanye dyed that hair. So you think Kanye dyed that hair? He got that L'Oreal kit out? Absolutely. Absolutely. He, I think he influences everything you see from Kim. Now, mm-hmm. no, I really, I, I agree with you. I totally yeah. agree. So, do you, a Phoenix, see reality X or reality check it? I definitely reality check it. Like it's, it's sexy. She looks like a superhero. I love it. I, so, I, I think yeah. it's awesome. Well, I <laughs> Do you um, guys? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do I okay. So Azalea Banks is on the cover of. Oh, who's that? What is that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh that was Angie that? Stone punched Angie her Stone. daughter. Okay, let's talk about Angie Stone. Oh. Okay, that'll be mine. Um, let's so, talk about <laughs> on the street. That's the moment we go sip. Um, yeah, Angie Stone allegedly, allegedly knocked her daughter's two front teeth out. Um, but the internet is buzzing she, she that. Used some. The internet is, bu- yeah, not with her fist, with a, an object. Um, the yeah. internet is buzzing, however, that her daughter's teeth were already Rest rotting. <laughs> I didn't know how to say that professionally. Um, her mouthpiece was Yeah, I, I'm just going to reality at the whole situation because you never, uh, this there, is not that, that's a, mush, a mugshot. So something did happen and... You just always want to try to handle. Wait, what are we checking on? What what are we? The story. Do you reality X this Angie Stone? This Angie Stone. <laughs> Angie Stone getting into an altercation with her daughter, whether or not she busted her teeth out. That's still up for. <laughs> this is not funny. Why not? I'm so you sorry. Go. I'm Maybe, reality. Okay, so okay. Okay, so I've seen them on their reality show. Is R&B Divas or mm-hmm. something like that? And the girl sometimes is a little disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So it depending so on it. wait depending Actually, on what she sense. said to her mama. She punched her mama in the face. So she did the way. there. I already. No, that's I, what I it said. About something about the, the girl punched the mom. First, oh, the girl punched the mom first, and then yeah. the mom popped her teeth out. Yeah, whether they were rotting or not. Yeah. So I, I feel like alert. as a mother. If someone pops you in the mouth or pops you in the yeah. face or whatever it is, don't punch me in my face. I'm highly likely to hit you back. And if your teeth are in the way, sorry. <laughs> you know? So I think that's what, what kind of oh happened. God. Yeah, I don't think she's aiming to knock her daughter's teeth out. But, but I think one, it was just reaction. She, she a little over her daughter living in her house. Let's start there. Her daughter was what, living 30, in her house. I know. 30 Wasn't taking care of her kids. Wasn't taking care of her kids. Wasn't trying Allegedly. to. Allegedly. Allegedly. It's all this. Anyway. Don't punch your mama ever. Yeah. And I think that's the lesson learned. Check. Don't. So I'm I, checking with you, too. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to have to say I reality X this Thank only you. because, like, domestic violence in any form, it's just not okay. And I totally get it. If the girl came for the mom, like, <laughs> I think it's time to, like, change some perspectives in the house. Like, tell her she has to leave. We got to get some positivity going in this relationship. And if it takes separating yourself for a certain amount of time, then that's what it takes. I personally would never even think to hit my mother in the mouth. And I, if I did, I would expect her to hit me back. So I get it. (laughs) But then again, it's like, it's the teacher in me. Do not hit back. If someone hits you, you come and tell someone else. See, no. Call 911. Now that is a, yes. Okay, look. Now there's, I do encourage my son not to hit people, just be hitting him. Unless you, yeah. But, if my child, not just some random person, comes and punches me, that's true. See, that's it's, the other. it's a little different of a situation. Like you gonna whoop his ass. So <laughs> I'm yeah. highly likely okay. to right. to have some things to talk about with mm-hmm. him physically. You know, 
He might he might get a butt whooping. A laying on of hands, father. It might be a laying on hands. It's kind of like you can't you you should never hit your parents. You shouldn't hit yeah. anybody, period. But if you hit your parent, I would expect for you to get hit back. Mm. Let us know what you guys think. Hashtag BHL Reality Check. Thank you Great. so much to Stefan Wallace for joining us today on Yay. BHL Enjoy. Reality Always Check. Always a pleasure. Always. <laughs> and thank hey, you hey, to... Hey, hey, hey. Your time's up. Thank you. <laughs> thank you to Phoenix White for joining us in studio no today. Please tell mm-hmm. all of your fans where they can find you via social media. Um, you could find me. Well, my website is phoenixwhite.net and my Instagram is instagram.com slash phoenixwhite and my Facebook is phoenixwhite. My Twitter is phoenix on twit. And Stefan, where can everyone find you? Um, Instagram and Twitter. I am more fire. That's it. We love it. And Michelle, where can everyone find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Michelle Renee TV. And I'm Ashley Gray. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Ashley Gray TV. Thank you so much, and we will see you next week. Bye. Dario Kristen, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I'm your BHL announcer Scipio. Instagram me at Planet Scipio. Thank you for tuning in. Hollywood Redefined. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.